What's your perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Well, Welcome to you. Can sip, can with, sip us. with us. You can 2022 with us. Well, haven't they 2022 with us before? Yeah, but we're like, we're just so much still 2022. I just broke a nail. Whoopsies. Doing what? Putting your hair up? Apparently. Whoa. That's aggressive. That Lately, is aggressive. I've been thinking my nails are so strong, you know, because I haven't done dip or shellac in a long time. Yeah. Like, I just like haven't been doing it. And it, my nails have gotten a lot stronger just yeah. being free. But like, I just, you can't see it. I really just got it oh, all the all way. the white part. All the white part. Yeah. So now I have to cut this one like real short. And it's That's gonna be, a bummer. Yeah. Does it hurt? It's no. I can't really see. When you hold it up to the camera, I couldn't see. But does it? Is it like low, low where you? It hurts. If if I were to show it to you, you'd be like, "Oh, that hurts," and I'd be like, "Yeah, it does." Oh, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. But no. it looks like it would hurt. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. use that to your advantage if you need to. Later. Yeah. Keep that in your back pocket. You know how painful, how much pain you're in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ashley. I, I'm Colleen. Are you? What are you sipping on? You were caffeine. stirring. Cap caffeine. I have. A pre-workout thing here, and I have coffee here, and it is Whoa. two o'clock. And I already had caffeine earlier. I don't know what's happening, other than maybe because. Well, no, I know exactly what's happening. I'm not. We're not sleeping well. The house is not sleeping well because of the sickness. Yes. So, John and I feel better. I mean, it is still an insane amount of snot. Yeah. Um, unreal, actually, that it is still like this. Someone, I have not fact checked this, but someone said when you get the vaccine, it keep this, it sounds totally bullshit, but it keeps the virus like in your nose, in your sinuses, and it doesn't go down into your lungs. And so that, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense, but it also doesn't, you know? Sure. Right. So, but it is a crazy amount of stuff, but the kids are sick. Well, Revy's okay. Matt, Rev woke up with a fever. A couple of days ago. So I don't, I haven't even told you this. No. Yeah. We this don't know. Part of the hangover topic. Yeah. Is, I was, this is, this, so this is great. COVID. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And how are you doing? Um, so yeah, we are through it. And what we thought happened was the kids all, we all had symptoms like cold symptoms, um, the week after Christmas. Right. And then John and I tested positive and we were just like, oh, the kids are positive too, because yeah. we were all, we've all got the symptoms like all hunker down. Yeah. yeah. You all quarantined. So we were quarantined <clears throat> and these people in my family that we were with over Christmas had it. So we were just like, yeah, sign sealed delivered this. We are all affected. Yep. And then, um, we got the kids tested on Monday leading uh, after new year's Monday. Um, so our house had had what we thought was COVID for like five or six days at that point or something. And they both tested. So their rapid test came back negative. And then the doctor was like, eh, let's take the full one too, just because like, I don't know how much to trust these rapid ones. Sure. So then they took the full ones and then those results came back negative. And we're like, oh, cool. So it worked its way out of their system. Like we're yeah. recovered. And then uh, on my birthday, actually, and I didn't know if I wanted to share this on social. So I didn't say this on social, but Revy woke up with a fever. And I was like, wait, what if they didn't have COVID? Like maybe they had something else and now they have COVID. They were like, when they were testing negative, it was incubating. The viral load wasn't right. strong enough to test positive. Well, and then and they, they got had it cold symptoms. Right. So I guess it could have been COVID back then too, but the viral load maybe wasn't strong enough. Or like they've just been yeah. sick ever. Yeah. Like Mac yeah. was, Mac had croup the week before Christmas. They're in so, school. So, it's like yeah. Ben comes so, like, home with all kinds of stuff. Who yeah. knows? Right. So then she wasn't really feeling like her. So then on my birthday, I'm like, ah, this is just like, ah, it just sucks. And, um, like it sucks to have your kids be sick, but also just like the unknown of COVID and like what can yeah. you do? I don't know. So then Rev the next day, totally fine. Mac woke up with a fever and he had a fever all day yesterday, all through the night and still today. How high? Um, like a hundred. Okay. So, so it's pretty low grade yeah, fever. Yeah. Um, he's just kind of uncomfortable and clingy. Yeah. And so it's just, uh, so anyway, Rev wasn't sleeping great. Um, when we were up North and then Mac didn't sleep well last night. So I think that's why I'm tired. Plus my body is also processing some 
processed foods because I've been, you know, having all the treats and snacks and drinks and all of that over my birthday. So we're just kind of, you know, in a a weird zone. Like I feel totally fine, except for, I don't know if you can hear it, a little congestion still. Yeah, no, you sound good. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I don't know what the hell's going on with the with and it's I, I'm assuming I'm thinking this is COVID. Oh, but the other thing is we tested Revy again and she's negative again. So it's like, what in the hell is this? Because they haven't been exposed to any. I mean, we've only been our family unit now for a well, for sure from the day we tested. So that today would be day eleven. But we haven't been around anybody even before that. Right. Right. Or did they go to school? They might have gone to school a couple of days. I don't remember. Anyway, so they, but they haven't been around anyone else but us in 11 days. Right. But she's still testing negative. So it's just, I don't know. It's an enigma. Right. Was the negative test a rapid test? Yes. So you never know. Right. So you never know. I heard that the rapid tests are just kind of. 50-50. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And maybe the viral load, I don't know how it all works, but maybe the viral load in kids is just overall Lower. lower for those yeah. tests. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I don't know. I did try to do some research and it's because I was like, how long does it take for it to get out of your system? Because then the other thing is my dad tested positive and my dad's in another state. So we had nothing to do with that. Yeah. But my dad tested positive on Thursday night and he asked his doctor, um, do I need to test again in 10 days? And the doctor said, COVID stays in your system for a long time. So like you might be testing positive when you're not contagious. So if you just do your 10 day quarantine and your symptoms are gone, like you're fine yeah, to right. like go on with your life. Um, no need to test. So then I'm like, well, shit, if it stays in their system for a long time, if they did have it, they probably wouldn't have tested negative on Monday when we tested them at the doctor. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's just so confusing that we don't know what to do because we don't want to expose anyone. But we're also like exhausted of quarantining with just our family. And we both today, I looked at John, like our house is a disaster. And I looked at him, I'm like, oh, tough season. And he was like, this is probably the toughest season I've ever been in. Cause it's just like, mm. it's just crazy. It's chaos. The kids are, we have no help, right? No outside help. And they're just screen time. Max obsessed with John. We're sick. Like it's just sort of a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, caffeine to the rescue for me. I am feeling like I'm going to go for a run later with Mac and take him in the stroller. Um, So that'll feel good to get out. Um, I've been diving into another book. I'll talk to you guys about it. Um, It's another book by Kristen Hanna, who I talked about her last week with the Nightingale. Um, So that feels good to like, you know, dive into a cozy little, little read. What are you sipping on? What's your life like right now? Have you seen it went all around the internet and I can't find it. I was just trying to track it down. But it was like some tweet that's been circulated around on like Instagram and it was like uh rapid test, but you can't find them anywhere, but not that one. And court like it's like so yes. freaking hard to know what to yes. do right now. Yes. And COVID is freaking everywhere. And mm-hmm. it is like everyone's I believe it feels like everyone's really trying to do their best, but it's yeah. really difficult to like like we were trying to find rapid tests because Ben had an exposure at school. We got an email, right? Right. And um, it was insane trying to find yeah. anywhere to go. And Even the link you sent the other day for the vacation was like, here's, I don't know if they were available when you yeah. sent the link, but they're, they wouldn't arrive in time. Oh, really? Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At no, least I to where I am. Maybe they'll get, you know, on Amazon, like it's oh. different, different. So to, we still have rapid tests, but. Um, yeah, I bought like six. And I can probably it, like schedule an actual appointment, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, wouldn't nothing on Amazon will get. It's like two week, two week. Wait it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. and they're not in any pharmacies, nowhere yeah. local. I found a place that would do it, and I, I um, like with insurance, it's one thing, and without insurance, like we have insurance, but yeah, people who don't, they were charging five hundred dollars for a rapid test for without insurance. I'm like, this is criminal. This what? is not. There's something really, 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 really wrong with like where at what the hell? place? It was just a play, like a probably a I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. it was it probably was like, someone's home who's like yeah. capitalizing on yeah, this. Like, here's a way to me. I'm an entrepreneur. Bought all the tests off Amazon <laughs> yeah. and making a heyday. I, we've taken several tests and we've never paid for one. Yeah, I know, you but it's just like, like insane right sites, now. Yeah, um, people, oh my gosh. 
Anywho, I'm drinking total opposite of you. So I am from a caffeine perspective because I can only have so much caffeine right. a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I Googled because I'm just you just constantly trying to mix it up when you don't, right. you know, and when you can't excited. have something, the yeah. natural inkling is it's yeah. all I want. And I, I really enjoy my morning cup of coffee. I do have a morning cup of yeah. coffee and then I try and chill on it the rest of the day um, for the pregnancy. And yeah. I Googled best caffeine-free drinks at Starbucks and thank God for the internet because there was a whole bunch of recommendations. Mm -hmm. And I usually go for the iced passion tea. I like that one. Oh, I don't know if I – yeah. It didn't make the top 10 on this thing I was looking at. Oh. What did make the top 10 was a similar version. It was iced uh, passion tango lemonade. So it's a passion tango tea with some lemon – a dash of lemonade in it. Whoa. Which gives it – it's really good. And yeah. very, very fresh. Um, and I'm going to rave about something later that makes it even better. But then another thing I want to try is they have a blended strawberry lemonade one. And mm. then their Frappuccino creams like don't have coffee in them. So in the summer oh. when I'm hankering for whatever, like they've got a strawberry f- cream frap, whatever. Okay. Anyways, so yeah. um, that's what I'm sipping on. Your birthday. I mean, this was just like... Part of the this yeah. was just your. It wasn't the, the best year as far yes. as birthdays go, which was totally fine. Yep. Um. It was only you know thirty seven. It's like not a. You got to work like with fine. the card of hands you were dealt right. on that one. I will say I have zero ever. I've never had an issue with turning with getting older. Yeah. Ever. Like there's some people that have like I feel like real struggles with aging, and then like thirty seven. Now we are late. We're like late thirties now. Yeah. For sure. And I feel nothing. I feel like great. This is wonderful. It's wonderful. I'm alive. I have no issues with getting older. Like I should be farther. I should. And I, and even when I was like really broke and not, you know, like when you first graduate college, you have no money and no really success yet. I still then was not, I don't know. Birthdays have, I've never had benchmarks for my life like that. So that is something like, yeah, the day doesn't bring any stress with it. The stress this year was just like, Oh fuck COVID, you know? Right. Right. But yeah, so it was a, it was a fine day. Yeah. They tried really hard. Oh. They t- John tried really hard to make it like a wonderful day. Oh. So, yeah. That's so adorable. Yeah. He like went to the store and got some more stuff, built a fire, and I thought the kids would love it. No, not interested. <laughs> Revenue parents doesn't like brown marshmallows, you know, oh. so like the toasty yeah. marshmallows. Yeah. Not interested. So he worked probably for 30 minutes on building the fire and then another 15 minutes getting all the s'mores things ready and all set up and everything. And then she gets all excited. We go out there, you know, and then she's like, I don't like that. No. So we made the s'more fire and she just left it on the table and went inside and watched a show. And it, you know, it was just like, oh, A for effort, babe. Like A for effort. One of my favorite things, um, now that Ben's getting older and he's a chatterbox and he also has very unique toddler preferences, with, oh. which cannot be tracked day to day. And yeah, it's wild. Yes. It's like reading things on Twitter about people's toddlers, like freaking out over yeah. the smallest things. Yeah. This could be a funny th- hangover for next time. Email <gasps> us at you can sit with us at gmail.com for like yes. the random ass hilarious reasons why your toddlers freak out about things. No, no Lately, Ben's is if we open a package of something and take something out of the package mm. he wants it in the packet right. like it no. is like mm-hmm. really intense mm-hmm. um oh i was trying to find oh like, are you keeping a list of things like this no but i like things on twitter when people oh. share stories like yeah. that like someone <laughs> this hilarious tweet that was like five reasons why my toddler got upset today and like one of the reasons was like didn't want to have toes anymore <laughs> like, things <laughs> like that are just wild yeah, yeah. you know um i remember was, a couple years yeah. ago seeing one that was like um my toddler's melting down because he can't get in the bread in the oven with the bread you know <laughs> yeah. it's like totally this one's right. cute not related to why they melted down but this is from claire wenham on twitter son age three what's your job me what do you think my job is son do you drive a helicopter shaped like a hummingbird <laughs> Then she said, he's going to be seriously disappointed when he finds out what my <laughs> yeah. actual job is. It's a minivan. Is. Yeah. Um, okay. And then another hangover topic before we get into the the meat and potatoes of the episode. For those of you over on Patreon, uh, which if you're not on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. That's where we drop our Friday episodes. 
Last week's episode was a, a riot. Oh my god! It was a total riot, and uh, it was real. And then it was riot. It was a. It covered. It covered the whole everything. Gamut. Yeah. In fact, I'll play this voicemail uh, really quick from someone. A reaction from the episode from someone who listened. Oh, ladies, ladies, ladies. Double Sunset from here. This is Anne. Uh, I call it a lot. And man, I just listened to the Star Chat um, episode. And ah, Turn I mean, the ending just grabbed me. Happy birthday, Ashley. Um, dying of laughter. I love that banter that you guys have together and the jokes and the hysterical. But I wanted to. Kind of pop in and say, I totally appreciate the beautiful transparency of Ashley, the nice dynamics of being married and having children. And I also appreciated your humility, Ash, when you're like, you know, it's the right thing to do that I apologize, regardless of who is right or who is wrong. It's just so great, so wonderful. Um, Colleen, glad to hear Betty's okay. But I appreciated what you said about the way and like oceans of emotions or whatever like it was so perfect like i feel that way quite a bit a lot of the time anyway great episode ladies what a big way to start out the year really loved it appreciate it hope you guys are having a great new year and happy happy birthday ashley how sweet for those of you, I did talk about my little Dotson Betty, who's mm. 10 pounds and change, ate more chocolate. The Ghirardelli factory. She ate a factory of chocolate and had to go to the ER. And we talked all about that on Patreon's episode. Uh, update f- for those of you. She's totally fine. She's back at home. You she's get her, her home pet the next day. Yeah, we got her home the next day. They got all the chocolate out of her. We were able to get the- her to them very quickly. Thank God. And she's fine. Oh, my gosh. Very scary, though. Yeah. Okay, guys. Freaking 2022 is the year of the best skin you've ever had. Curology is going to help you. I'm there. Honestly, one of my most favorite partners that we have here Mm -hmm. on the pod. When we started partnering with them, I loved going on, taking a quiz, telling them about my skin And working with Curology, they customized a formula just for me, but it also keeps it really simple. They sent an awesome cleanser that I use every single day. I have my customized cream just for me and a super great moisturizer. It is a dry season out here in Oregon Mm -hmm. that it works. It can combat, combat even the driest weather. I've been using this day in and day out since we started partnering with Curology. I've never gotten more compliments on my skin than I have since using Curology. It has been a major part to my face feeling freaking great. I start, you guys know, I started getting into skincare um, in 2021, really diving deep. And I started following all these, seeing all these things on TikTok and people were talking about like prescription retinoids and what they can do for your skin. Now I have very sensitive skin and I also don't know, I don't have a dermatologist here that I like to go to. And so one of the things that I'm obsessed with Curology is you go on and like Call said, get a quiz and you can say, Hey, I've got sensitive skin and they create a custom formula for you. So I, have tretinoin tretinoin in mind, which is like the holy grail. Everyone freaks out about what it does. Like everyone on TikTok, everyone all over the place is like, you need this in your skin. But because my skin is very sensitive, I don't like just tretinoin by itself. So they cut mine. I have azelaic acid in mine and niacinamide and then something else that is, and then they'll like check in with you. You know, how's your skin doing? What's the what's the feedback? Blah, blah, blah. Curology is a game-changing custom skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. So they'll create a custom prescription cream for your specific goals, whether that's tackling acne, clogged pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You will start by taking that quiz that we talked about and uploading your photos. And then if it's a good fit, they'll ship you your formula right to your door. And it even has your name on the bottle. And then they'll check in with you. And I've actually had my custom thing changed. As I healed my sort of acne, now we get to move into the more fine lines thing. 
And I have noticed a huge difference in my skin. So get started with Curology just like we did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash sip. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash sip to start your free 30-day trial. Cancel any time. Prescription subject to consultation. Okie doke. So it's 2022. And I thought it would be cool if we each shared some intentions for this year. And I really enjoyed thinking about this and putting it together. Like it's always such a good exercise Mm -hmm. to just reflect and think about like intention in general. Yeah. Not just for any year, but like this, I think I want this to be more of a regular activity for myself mm-hmm. of like setting intention. Yeah. You know, like maybe a quarterly intention yeah. check in. Yeah. Are you aligned with what you love? Yeah. So why don't you, I have some intentions, then I have some goals. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So this is my big, this is my big one is the very first thing that came to my mind. This is the year where we're expanding our family. I don't know what it's like to have two. I'm certain it will be a seismic adjustment, but I do know what my experience was like the first time around. And even outside of growing our family, just being a parent or working mom, like I'm, I know myself, this is something that Erica has recommended to me of protecting my energy. And so like Mm. everything that's coming and everything, even just that, that is current, right? Like, um, I put protect my energy as my number one thing. Yeah. And the why behind that is I wrote, everything is better when I am my best. Mm -hmm. Like when I protect my energy, my energy is higher when I need it the most so that I can show up in the places that are most important to me. So being my best, I immediately thought of Chris and Ben and like, you know, having energy to interact with Ben in an enjoyable way to, I mean, playing with a toddler and like parenting a toddler, it's a lot of energy that goes into that. And you need to make sure like that your bat, your own batteries are recharged as much as possible because mm-hmm. I know when my batteries are low, what that looks like, like yeah. how I show up is very different. Mm-hmm. And, um, with Chris too. And like, you know, when we put Ben down is usually when I like, I need some time for myself to recharge, but then I, that's my time with Chris too. And I want to be, I want to show up in a way that is like good for our marriage. I want to show up at my job, you know, with the best, in the best ways that I can, this podcast, like Mm -hmm. everything comes into sync. And so, um, that's my why, but then like, what does that actually look like to protect my energy? And here are some things that I know work for me. Um, centering my energy through like walks and movement yeah um outside time meditation so like this all helps me center my energy it also helps me not get swept up into other people's currents which we talked about on patreon um last week but i have to be really mindful of that knowing myself um date nights give me like they recharge me for sure. And they recharge marriage, especially with young children asking for help. Yeah. And then, um, this kind of gets into number two. So I'm actually gonna, there's some ways that they protect my energy, but that kind of gets into my next intention. So I'm not, I'm going to circle back to that in a second, not overextending myself saying no and not worrying about what the impact of that is to others Mm -hmm. so much because I do, you know, I try and soften things or I try and I want everyone to be happy or feel good. And Mm. I'm a connector and communicator and just releasing Mm. that, like still being thoughtful about other people's feelings, but knowing that by not overextending, it is keeping myself uh, protected so that I can show up even for that person Yeah, in the best way that I can. That's something I coach on a lot. People saying like, oh, I have to do this or I'm the peacekeeper. I, you know, I'm afraid of letting them know this because then they might think that. And it's like, you cannot 
control anyone else's opinion. All you can do is show up as your best self and have the best intention, right? Yeah. If you have a good heart and you have the right intention, you can't control how people are going to receive you or what, how they're going to interpret it. But so many times we like give ourselves this anxiety of like, like I was just coaching someone last week about a job situation. She's like, well, I'm afraid to talk to my boss about this because he might think that. And I'm like, he might, but he might not. And that's not actually what you want, right? Like, so your intention is here. And meanwhile, you're stressing yourself out. Like he's going to think whatever he's going to think. Right. You get to decide if you want to take that on, but you can't control anyone else. You can just control how you know, your intentions in your heart. And if he is confused about what you're saying, then you can clarify. But like this whole, okay, let me do this and that and dance the perfect dance so that I can control them. It never works. And it leaves you exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like releasing that, letting that go. Yeah. I'll check in with me. Am I in the right place? Yeah. What is my intention here? And then allow people to have whatever reaction they're going to have. And you'll manage that as it comes if it needs to be managed. And like creating awareness of those moments when we're getting wrapped up in that. Yes. Like one of the first steps, because like a lot of times you're like, oh, I'm nervous to make this phone call or how should I write this email to that person? Or how do I have this conversation like with a loved one of mine about this Mm -hmm. thing? And you you can get and then like having that awareness of, okay. This is the moment where I let yes. go. Yes. I, I'm centered in my intention. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next one, and I love this one so much because it reminds me of something my uncle has said of like he he calls um, like seeing something beautiful or, or hearing a baby's giggle. He calls that the romance of life. And I've always loved mm. that. And then mm-hmm. I read this tweet. I feel like I keep bringing up Twitter a lot this episode probably not anything new. I bring it up all the time. But I read this tweet that someone said, romanticize your life as much as possible. Like the little ways, find the little ways that you can romanticize your life. And as a seven, uh, Enneagram seven, this is right up my alley. Uh And there's so many little ways that I know that I can romanticize my life daily that I just love. And my why behind this is it helps me be present in the in the moment, these little the little magic that you can yeah. create for yourself. And then also I'm really vibing like the YOLO train in 2022. Like there's been a lot of loss and grief, not not um like in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just Life is short and we're not here very long. And this is um, instead of getting like downtrodden about that, this is one of the ways that I I feel like it helps me just enjoy this trip that we're on. Yeah. So like specific, like what does this look like? Um, Enjoying my morning cup of coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like just that's like a small whimsy. That's a small way to romanticize your life. Yeah. uh, coffee dates with loved ones as the weather gets better, like sitting outside with a nice cup of coffee mm-hmm. and connecting with someone you love like that, you know, movies for me is like yeah. a big treat. Yeah. It was a terrible movie last night, by the way. It's like gotten all this buzz. Have you heard of Don't Look Up mm-hmm. on Netflix? No. It has Meryl Streep, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Leo DeCap. What? Um, yes, on Netflix. So you think, how could this be bad? Yeah, no, 100%. You're like, oh, this is like a freaking golden ticket. A plus players. It's terrible. <gasps> it's absolutely terrible. Oh my, what was terrible about it? This Just the story sucked? Um, I think like it was like, okay, it's, it wasn't, abs- okay, it was terrible to me. But I think I can see there were moments of it that I enjoyed as a satire about the world ending. Okay. But there was a um a strong like political undertone where I felt like it was mocking specifically the Trump family the whole time. Oh. And y'all know I'm not I didn't vote for Trump. Right. He, he's not my guy. But I'm watching this, I'm thinking, this isn't what we need. This isn't what right. the world needs. This it's isn't like, good. I'm over this kind of crap. Right. Like this, this is di- not division. That's what I'm yeah. totally. It's like I we just, don't need this. I don't like it. It's right. not totally good at all. Mm-hmm. And so that it just really turned me off of the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah. I was just like, this isn't funny to me because like this actually does a lot of damage. Yeah. In right. my mind, in my right. opinion. This is the echo chamber and how many people aren't aware 
of right like you're yeah. watching it and sort of like oh shit this is really damaging other people are watching it and just take it like yeah totally that was bullshit yeah. right right and it's just like sort of flaming the fire and the fire is killing people i mean it's yes. burning down cities and i think it would have been way funnier too if they uh took no prisoners and made fun of everybody right like that totally. would have been funny if right. it was like if everybody was fair game but it felt mm-hmm. very pinpointed in a way mm-hmm. that i was like come on and, and then that it felt makes like, sense because i feel like leo's very political and so is meryl i don't know about j-law but yeah i don't know yeah they're very yeah. left-leaning for sure and the, and the thing is is uh, i mean we've talked about it on like you said we've talked about it on this podcast but it's no secret where we we stood last year especially where i you know i stood and now it's just like, that just is not where we want to be anymore. It's not the direction no. we should be going. No. It's like, let's love each other a little more. Let's pull let it together. Let each other be different and love each other. Yeah. Let's pull it together. Let's pull it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude. And I and then I was like, the moviegoer in me was just like, this is a waste of really good talent. You got them all in one room and this right. is what we did? Come on. Yeah. Like, this is a cheap party. I I have to share something that I saw on Instagram, though, really quick about that movie. Or I heard it somewhere or something. And it was Jennifer Lawrence on, like, a Jimmy Fallon show. Did you see this anywhere? Mm-mm. And she was talking about... He was like, how was your time on set? And she was like, you know, it was really strange. You know, I'm working with Meryl Streep. And we called her the GOAT, right? The GOAT is on set. And so we started just sort of referring to her as like, okay, the GOAT will go here. And oh, the GOAT's over there. <laughs> right? And so then they were in a room and they were about to film a scene. And I guess like Jennifer Lawrence goes, okay, the goat's going to go here. And Meryl goes, okay, the old goat just boss her around. And Jennifer was like, wait, wait. Meryl, do you know what goat means? Oh, no. And she just, she's like, oh, I just thought you were referring to me as the old goat. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, no, it means like greatest of all time. And she just thought they were just referring to her on, as her on set animal. as an old goat. Just like, that was old hag hanging out on set. I just thought it was the funniest thing. Oh, yeah. Tell the old goat where to go. Poor Meryl. Meryl, do you know what we're saying? (laughs) Second. Poor Meryl. Let's send the cow this way. (laughs) Yeah. Go moo over there. Okay, Okay. chickens. (laughs) Anyway. Um, All right. So back to to romanticizing your life. So like getting like a nice drink to go on a walk like i think a good drink and a walk is the pinnacle of of uh the romance of life eating outside like little picnics um and then oh that's cute yeah candles good smelling Mm -hmm. candles Mm -hmm. just that moment the ritual of lighting it the smell the the vibe that they create um special chocolates like for me special dark chocolate where I can look, I look forward to it at night. I enjoy it. Like that's a romance. It's yeah. a romance of life. Um, good smelling soaps, things like that. Um, I like uh, not perfume rollers, but like, I guess they're like fancy essential oil rollers. Yeah. I like using mm-hmm. those at night. Um, good body wash, those like shower steamer things. Like it's kind of self-care. It's protecting energy, but it's also that whimsy, right? Like good mm-hmm. towels, like maybe like go buy some mm. good new 2022 towels that you yeah. look forward to using that don't yeah. have that like normal towel yeah. feeling, you mm-hmm. know? In fact, if you guys have a towel recommendation that you're obsessed with, can you let us know? Because remember my rant, it was like a couple years ago, new towels, they just shed all over. Yeah. Finally, our towels stopped shedding, but they're not like fluffy and soft and cozy. Yeah. So I need a fluffy, soft, cozy towel to help me romanticize the moments of life that doesn't shed, or at least when it stops shedding, it's still soft and cozy. If you guys know of anything. Yes. Hit us. Hit us us up. Hit us up. Um, And then these last two ones are are smaller. Um, They're my last two, but I think human tendency mine has been over the and definitely in my early 30s was like what more can I do expand 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 Mm -hmm. and this year I want to narrow my focus in on my core endeavors this is more of a professional thing like this podcast my job like narrow the focus double down and watch it grow yeah like that is that feels really good to me from an intention perspective this year. And then the last piece is um, I just talked about all these things like that new towels and stuff, but like, but also along with that um, simplifying, Mm. I have everything I need. I don't want to spend my life being, I wrote this down. I don't want to spend 
so much of my life being overwhelmed by my own stuff. Yeah, minimalist, a little. Min- Just thinking simple. about it, like yeah. having intention before I hit the buy button on Amazon. Like, mm-hmm. I think we sometimes just in the world we live in all the influences around us like you know it just um it's just a lot of consumption of a lot of things all the time and i love cons- i love finding new things i love consuming but just like it's thoughtfulness capitalism. around it and also not being Bones afraid to pur- getting rid of like purging stuff along yeah. the way yeah and like not just continuing to like put things in but take things out and just simplify you know i love that yeah i tried to do I, a couple of times at the end of last year like not spend money except for like on food and stuff like but not shop yeah. and i was never ever successful ever yeah. but it would be and i'm not like buying big ticket items but like you said add to cart on amazon just like boom quick. boom boom yeah. yeah yeah i think that's and, a really good one god and what gets me is like scrolling Instagram and seeing like Amazon home and these like perfectly constructed pictures of things. And then I hit the link and then I see the eight things and then I want those two things. And it's just sort of nonstop. Mm -hmm. And I have what I need. Mm -hmm. And just having awareness and intention. So like the things I do buy, it's like quality. Am I going to use this? Is this something I would value and like treat well? I just wrote down intentional consumption because- Not only in, and this sort of aligns with your first one too, I feel like not only in where your money is going out, but like, where's your time going? For me, so often that scroll and right now is a big weekend in Beachbody and I'm finding social media is not a healthy place for me to be right now. Mm. Um, And yet I still am like, it's just muscle memory and I don't want to be consuming it right now. It's not making me feel good. And so it's just like intentional consumption. I think yeah. that, I added that to my list because I think yeah. that's a really beautiful one. Yeah, that's it. So that's what I got. I've always been a big fan of planning ahead, scheduling trips months in advance, plotting out my next career move, figuring out what I'm doing for dinner while I'm still eating breakfast. But I never thought much about planning for kids until Chris and I started trying with Ben. And I thought, hey, very first time around, like instant prego. I had a lot of people in my life. And this is a beautiful thing for them who were like, oh, my gosh, we pulled the goalie and now we're having a baby. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought, oh, this won't be hard at all. Um, for those of you who've listened to the pod for a long time or, or even a little bit, it did, it was a little more of a struggle. Um, and it was kind of scary and I wasn't quite sure what to do. And I wish I had known about modern fertility, um, back then. I'm so glad that I do now and that we can share it with all of you guys. But modern fertility is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insights into your hormone levels. And these are all things that I... um, ended up doing once I was able to see a doctor, but I, I would have loved to have been able to do this at home yeah. um, and felt that empowerment, you know, with knowledge is power to just have an understanding um, of what next steps you want to take, whether you're actively trying to start a family or you think you might want to start one in the future. Um, you know, these insights into things like your ovarian reserve, like how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Do you know what I'm thinking? Like, I'm clearly not wanting to plan for a kid, but I sort of feel like this information to know about your hormones is kind of valuable for anybody. Oh, yeah. So, Right? Like, I'm sort of thinking maybe I should go buy a test, use our code. So, <laughs> traditional <laughs> testing with a doctor can cost over $1,000, but this is like $159, a fraction of the price. It's crazy. And if you go to yeah. modernfertility.com slash SIP, you get 20 bucks off your test. If you have HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. 
Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off of the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash sip. So that means that your test is going to cost $139 instead of the hundreds or sometimes thousands that it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash sip. It's modernfertility.com slash sip. Okay. I'm going to dive in. Oh, I can't wait. To my intentions. Okay. One of the things that I thought about is back to sort of that being intentional piece. I really want to focus on the hell yeses this year instead of like, "Mm, sure, or yeah, I guess so. I have to, or I should, right? If it's not a hell yes, I really want to be comfortable with letting it be a hell no. Mm. Um, I mean... For 37. It's like, what is that? A third of the way through life? I just, I don't want to be doing the shoulds, you know? Yep. I want to be doing the hell yeses. And so I want to be focusing on that this year and letting people have whatever thoughts they have about it when I am, when it's a hell no, you know? I'm thinking in, especially, especially in regards to Beachbody, like all the mm. things that I still feel like I am committed to doing, even though I, they don't excite me. Like Mm. I don't really want to do a lot of the things. Right. So, um, anyway, that's one of my first things is really just paying attention to, uh, to my yeses and my no's and being okay with saying no to things. Um, my second one is serving the people at my dinner table. And that means, um, as a influencer, someone who lives, you know, public and, has at some at several points in my life reduced my value down to the numbers, right? It used to be like, what do I weigh on the scale? And then it became how many followers do I have mm. and how much engagement do I have and how big are my paychecks and all of these things. Um, and when I was riding high, I, it was very easy for me to be like, oh, just serve the people at your table. Just show up with immense value and your party will grow. And then last year, things shifted and I felt like I got more focused on the numbers again of like, okay, I don't want to post things unless it's going to bring that like, does this have a potential to go viral? Like, is this important? Mm. What, you know, and just really like not to control the outcome more than... Which is not joyful. That did not feel like joy to me. Mm. Um, It felt like a lot of pressure. Social media became not fun anymore. And I've said on here several times, like, I want to live a life where I'm not on social media, but I I sort of am looking at it. And social media has been one of the biggest blessings of my life. Um, And I think the reason that I wanted to be off of it was because I stopped, it stopped being as joyful. But I'm like, social media didn't change. My thoughts about it did. And I want to just live in the joy of it. And when Mm. I'm focusing on like, how do I get more followers and engagement and by by all the right rules and fuck with the algorithm in the correct way, it loses all of the joy for me. And so I just want to... What what is the joy? Like what what parts do you love? I think the message that I have to share is really important. I think how much I've grown and how comfortable I am in my body and in who I am as a person now is really, really important. And I know that there's a lot of women that are struggling with that, like Mm. finding home in themselves inside of their body is one thing, but like just who they are. And I have been so concerned about like making sure that I'm teaching or something like that, that, um, I'm not focusing on really making an impact. And that is the joy for me is seeing women like come alive. Like, oh my gosh, you gave me permission to show up and Mm. be me. And you gave me permission to say no. You gave me permission to like, I didn't know I needed it. Right. But like leave my job or leave this relation or whatever. Like I want to, it used to be, I used to be so focused on helping women come alive. And then it somehow shifted into how does this serve me? Mm. And that doesn't feel good. Whenever you're like, intention like internally focused only I, th- I think I'm just sort of thinking about this now yeah but I think I was more selfish last year and that's why it didn't feel good mm. because I was like what can these people do for me or something like that I don't know I don't know if that was always what it is but it was definitely a part of it and the numbers really got in my head last year and it just doesn't feel good because I know that what I have to share is really important and I know that I've helped thousands of women so if I can just stay focused on that 
like serve the people that are at my table. And that's actually my third one is focus on joy, not money. Um, I think for so long, I also was really focused on like, okay, how do I make money? How do I turn this into something? And money has been given us an immense amount of freedom, but it also like, we make amount an amount of money that we don't you know we don't need and for me to just continue going higher 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 um it's like this addiction to achievement or something instead mm-hmm. of appreciating the achievements and money is not money does not equal happiness So, and the other thing is when I'm not focused on the money, that's when the money comes. Like we didn't make more last year. We didn't make less, but we didn't make more. But every year that I have focused on being of service in this world, my income has increased. And then it's funny because then last year, um, I, I don't know. I just think I was more selfish last year and maybe even the year before that and became a little bit entitled even. Of like, mm-hmm. look at me, I'm on the top of the mountain and a little too big for my britches. I don't know. I mean, this is all me. Just, it's sort of like I'm realizing a lot now. I didn't know that I was so focused on money. I didn't realize all of this. But like when we're sitting down, I was reflecting on last year, it didn't feel like a very joyful year for me. And I had to ask why, right? Mm. Um, and so I think I was focused on the wrong things. Mm. And this year, I want to be really intentional with where my focus is. I love that. Um, Number four is be brave. That's another thing that last year, some people think like, oh, I'm so courageous and so fearless. And last year I had a lot of fear in pivoting from Beachbody coaching, which has been my identity for the last eight years into life coaching and, you know, wanting to launch my course. And I launched my course in January with a wild amount of success and then let fear be the better of me for the rest of the year. I didn't launch it again. And I had tons of intention and I was just like afraid of, well, what if I put all this energy in and nobody comes, right? It's like, well, then you'll learn, right? I just sat back. Um, It was like, I was, if my brain was saying fearing failure. And so I was guaranteeing failure because I'm not even putting myself out there. And so goosebumps. Yeah. So I just, I want to, just show up and put it into the world and let let whatever happens happens um, and not make it mean anything. If it like I'm a, actually you guys, if you want to, I am hosting a um, free webinar. I'm going to launch Body Positive Badass again, but on today, Tuesday, I am hosting a webinar. You can go to ashleymolstead.com slash badass and um, it'll be a webinar on teaching how to like make peace in your body and intentional eating. But anyway, I just want to uh, like do the things that I want to do and then if they're not wildly successful, learn from them instead Mm -hmm. of making it mean that there's something wrong with me or that I should be embarrassed or anything. Like I don't ever want to be the person that doesn't try. You know, yeah. and that's kind of what I was last year. Just like on the surface, it looked like I was trying, but I know me and I was not achieving at the level or working at the level that I can am capable of. And I let fear be a louder voice last year. And so I don't want to do that this year. Yeah. Um, I do have some goals. So um, one of them is I want to start my own podcast. It'll probably be like a 30 minute motivational life coaching something. I think I've talked about that here, maybe on Patreon. I want to take 5,000 people through Body Positive Badass. That's probably not going to happen in the year 2022. It could, but that'll just be a goal. It'll just be interesting to see when that, like that will happen. I'll take 5,000 people through. I just don't know when it will happen, but that's, I I just want to. I want to run a marathon. That's not actually going to be in 2022. It'll be in the very beginning of 2023, but I'll the process, the is process, the bulk of that process, yes, is 2022. Yes, yes. And then um, my other, my last goal is um, it's eating for fueling my body. So I have sort of, you know, for so long I was a dieter. Like I can have this, can't have that. These are good and bad food on the wagon, off da 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 da, all the things. And then I was like, that's all bullshit. I'm gonna eat what I want when I want, and I became an intentional eater. But that also meant because I had no food rules, it was like, I was just eating just because I could. I was not always focused on like, is this actually serving me? Mm. And so this year it's like a totally 180 from the diet mentality to 
being aware of what certain foods do to my body inside, like my hormones. How can I, you know, manage my adrenal help my adrenals and help my body just function optimally. I'm not, we're not getting younger. And so I'm prioritizing protein, fiber, and healthy fat. I'm prioritizing not having alcohol as much as I do. Um, I'm trying to think like maybe no alcohol on school nights. Um, just because alcohol is not good for your system. Like it's very fun. And if I'm on vacation and if, if there's things like, yes, but in general, alcohol is not good for your body. Your body sees it as a toxin. So it kind of shuts down all the other things until it clears your body of alcohol. And like, that sounds fun. And it was cool for me to be like, I like drinking and I can because I'm not following a diet anymore. But when I then get into like the science at a cellular level, am I doing my body favors? Like, right. is that being really kind to my body? And I don't think it is. So I'm not going to not drink, but I want to be intentional. Intentional consumption with alcohol as well. Yes. Yes. So, um, and then I guess that'll be another one of my things is intentional consumption because of all the things, social media, consumerism, alcohol, food, like all of the things. I just yeah. want this year to be really where I feel really, really good. Yeah. Taking so. those pieces of life off autopilot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I am so excited about this next partner. I actually have heard of them before because I was a consumer of them when Revy was little. But Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. So they make everything fresh and they use absolutely nothing artificial. It's just like homemade, all delivered to your door and ready in seconds. You pop your meals in the fridge or freezer and use them when you're ready. What I loved about this with Revy was... I am not a cooker. You guys know this, right? So we have a lot of processed things in our house. And I felt like, I felt like mom of the year every time I served a little, little spoon something, because it really is real food ingredients that your body knows what to do with. And coming off of what I just said, like, what is the science of eating and stuff? Little spoon is going to help our little people, you know, feel their best. All of their recipes taste absolutely delicious. They're nutritionally balanced and free of junk. Um, helping to get set your little one up for a lifetime of health. Seriously, um, there are so many things out there, and I have like I followed them on Instagram. And actually, one of my favorite influencers, who I talked about two weeks ago, Krista Horton, she she's like, oh, I'm sharing Camp's little spoon, and she's like eating his meal with him. So, I mean, if you want to be better than us, man, right? Yeah, and the best part is the price is right. With kids' meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under 3 it makes trying Little Spoon easy. Start the new year fresh with Little Spoon. Get 30% off your first order with the code SIP30 at checkout. SIP30 at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order makes trying Little Spoon easy. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I just saw it says, has kids classics like mac and cheese, but with hidden butternut squash and carrots. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm stoked on this. Uh Uh-huh. So excited to partner with you, Little Spoon. Uh, Let's bring it home. Land the bird. Want to rant and rave, man? Yeah. My, I have a rant. Rant to me. Um, I don't know if you guys feel this way. But we eat out a lot, right? This family, this family eats out a lot. And we also have a little maniacal two-year-old who does not like to sit. And I feel like there is a major hole in the market for restaurants that yes. have things for kids. Yes. Do you remember I growing totally up? totally freaking it's agree. It's so freaking annoying. Growing up, I feel like there was like arcade games and kids' rooms and like things yeah. that we did. Like pizza places are yes. good with this. Like, yeah, it's... Is that like, where pizza places, is that I like guess. where we just need to go is pizza but places? I, I get, well, I, I don't want that to be the only, but I totally, I think about this often. Yeah. It's like, how can we, cause here's, I do think that we like round table Izzy's. I feel like growing up there was pizza, I think you're accurate. Pizza places and like, oh, you can eat buffets had kid rooms, but what there needs to be is like good food. Yep. Good quality food with something for your kids to do. Instead of Block just popping building, them on a screen. Yes. New toys. Yes. Like, me, like stuff. 
Yes. And other kids. And it'd I remember, be like, like we, we used yes. to, my dad used to have like a pocket full of quarters or whatever because we'd go and play the arcane or the claw game, right? Yeah, like yeah. whatever, just something because we can barely enjoy ourselves. It's like we've got a timeline, right? Yes. We don't know how long the kids are going to give us. And Rev's easy, but she's easy because she's just on a screen. I would rather her be doing something interactive and playing. Like right. there's just a major hole in the market. And I don't understand why there aren't more restaurants like this. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. There's places that have obviously like they're like they're activity focused and then they also have like food, but it's not like good food. It's not like I'm going to go have dinner here. They need to be like best of breed of like really high good quality food. Yes. Like somewhere you want to go like, oh, let's go get hamburgers at this place. Right. Salads here or whatever. Oh my gosh. And, and if there have was like free range children where there's a mm-hmm. safe place, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. If you know of places that we just oh aren't God, thinking of in the um uh Arizona, Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. Chandler um area or Anywhere really in the greater Portland area because I'll drive for this. Yeah, I know. Email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. We'll share these yes. on social. Um, because I type into Yelp family friendly restaurants or kid friendly. It's like McDonald's. Right. McDonald's comes up. And well, or it'll all, just pull yeah. up like something and it's because they serve chicken fingers or something, but it's not yeah. like kid. Fr- there's not like kid. Yeah. Fr- I'm not saying like, do you allow kids in your restaurant? I'm like, can kids have fun at your restaurant? Yes. Is it going to be a place where like they're getting something where there's like little play areas and yeah it's part of the value right yes Yes. yeah and i would pay a premium okay my rant is losing stuff Mm. yeah also very annoying yo Mm -hmm. i'm usually pretty good about keeping my stuff with me i've lost two big things in the last couple of weeks one of them i bought a gift card for my brother for christmas at target because he's a target guy and I thought to myself, I got him a nice size gift card. And whenever I buy gift cards, I'm like, you know, when they're you're checking them out, and they're like, do you want this in the bag? I'm like, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it with me, actually. Right, right. I want this Lucy Goose like right. in no. the bag, mm-hmm. right? So keep it with mm-hmm. me. I get home, it's the first thing I take out of my purse, and I put it in. I had a little box with Christmas stuff for my family, okay. so I put it in that box, and I yes. thought. Don't lose this. And every time I'd pass that box, I'd check on it. And I'm like, okay, the gift card's still in there. Yeah. It was like Christmas Eve, I think. I go to get that box. I'm wrapping, looking at my list. I'm wrapping everyone's stuff. Gift card's gone. The gift How card's gone. Possible? How's that possible? I start and I immediately go from zero to 60 yeah. of like all these feelings of yeah, uh, who was in panic, my house who broke in anger, here and stole finger this. pointing yes all these things i'm uh, chris everywhere yeah. oh i was convinced yeah. that it got you know th- mixed up in the cabin stuff stuff just oh, i yeah. don't know but right. i just went nuts and chris was like i'm just gonna go buy another one it's okay they're open and it, chris is totally calm i'm like no like it's the, the, then principle. It's the principle we're double yeah. spending right you know but just the feeling and i know it's gonna turn up like a year from now somewhere yeah. totally random yeah the other thing i lost that i woke up i've woken up multiple mornings thinking about this i'm like where the hell could it be i never take my driver's license out of my wallet ever mm-hmm. mm. ever the other day they're like oh can i see your license i go to take it out it's not in my wallet i can't find it in coat pockets anywhere I can't find it. And you don't remember when you took it out. I don't remember when I took it out. (gasps) Part of this could be pregnancy brain. But that feeling of like losing something. Yes. Like it's got to be somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's the frustrating part is like, why don't I have trackers for just everything? Everything. Everything. Why can't someone just tell me, hey, Colleen, just go check that. Yeah. You threw it in that bag that one time and you forgot about it. Yeah. Just go check there. Right. I need a, right. Don't you wish? Yeah. Like that would be an amazing superpower where you could pull back and you could be, it would be like x-ray vision. Like yes. there it is. Over there, there it is. Over there. Over there. Yeah. You're so close. Getting warmer. Oh getting warmer. God. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah. How much time do you think we spend in, cause I had the exact same, I got so frustrated a few times this weekend looking for like coats Stuff. and mittens and shit just around the yeah. house. I'm like, they are here somewhere. Where are, I can't, I'm, I, I wonder if it's like a year total, like cumulative over. Do we spend a year looking for shit where we should, it, it should just be wherever we think it is? Probably. You know, I think it's a least. lot of wasted time. Yeah. And it's yeah. emotion. It's a yeah. charged feeling. 
Yes. When you're on the hunt for something that you cannot find. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the processes of, if you don't find it, of acceptance that have gone. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Well, All and right. then I have, what do I, I have one earring. There's sometimes where you're like, I know this is going to turn up. Yeah. So, so you, you hold on to just one. Like, like the half. And then every whatever. time you look at that half, you're like, oh, still <sighs> should I just toss missing. it out? And then the second you toss it out, oh, here's the other one. Yeah. And it's yeah. always the nice ones. Yeah. Yeah. The crap sh- mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You keep it forever. This, you'll never lose it. You know, rocks box where it's mm-hmm. like you, you can like rent jewelry or whatever. So I got this box like t- two or three months ago or something. And I wore a pair of earrings from it. I can't find the earring. And so I'm like, well, I guess I'll just buy the earrings. But meanwhile, I'm just wasting my rocks box membership because I'm afraid to send it back because I'm waiting for the second earring to show up. But <laughs> no luck. No. Anyway, rave. My rave is Mac is I it is so fun when kids learn to talk like the just chatterbox and he can communicate now. And when they're at this age, it must I I don't remember when it happened with Rev, but it must be right around two where they really start learning things. Oh, yeah. And now he can communicate. So he'll say, I don't want it or that's spicy or that's hot or got to go potty or I got to go poopy or whatever. Like he can Ooh, just communicate. Yes. Yes. It that's is. a lot of words for not even. He's oh my almost gosh. two, but that's a yeah. lot of like. Yes. He can string multi- things yes. together. Wow. And a lot of times I don't know what he's saying. Right. Like I'm like, what is that? You know, but then he can like point to it and those, oh, okay, that's what that is. But it is so cute and so fun. I don't know if you saw my story. I think you did. When um John said like something and I was like, that's impossible. And Mac, Mac was on camera. He's like, impossible. And he's <laughs> just so cute. Like it's yes. uh, the when kids learn to talk. It is so freaking cute, even if you can't understand them. But then your brain starts feeling like a champion every time you do know what they're saying. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, it's like, yeah. Ugh, it's such a fun little phase. Yeah. And then like if one of the parents gets it, you're like, yeah. nice win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you know what he's saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. He wants the fishies. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. Um, we pulled out of the car wash today and Ben said, bye-bye car wash. See you later, alligator. And I just like, oh, 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 see you later, alligator. Ask for anything you want right now, right, Ben, and I'll right. give it to you. It's just yours. absolutely anything uh-huh. you want. Blank um, tab, buddy. My rave. Those of you who live in Oregon listening to this understand the excitement around this. There's a stretch in Oregon from like, it gets a little dicey in October through like May. Where there's a lot of rain. And in November, December, it is not only a lot of rain, but it's a lot of rain and darkness. Because you start mm. getting those really short days where it's like 3.30 in the afternoon and it is dark outside. Yeah. And it never got to me until now having a young person where it's mm-hmm. like, I just, we still got outside. But it was like really hard. And there were some days where it was like just so dark and so rainy that you're like, what are we going to, so you're just doing more inside activities, yeah. which can only go so far. Um, and you know, now the days are starting to get longer, right? Mm-hmm. And around January, if you get lucky, you get to start a couple dry days, still mostly rain, but you start getting some dry days. And then it's like a mixed bag, February, March, yeah. April, May, which is fine. I'm okay with variety. I actually love it. You yeah. know, I enjoy the rainy days when they're here and the dry days. All that is to say, today, it is sunny outside. <gasps> it is bright. Oh my God. It is clear. Sunny it is winter dry. days. Ugh. We went out on a long bike ride. Mm. My spirits are flying high. Yeah. We got vitamin D. That's why I got this big old iced yeah. situation because in my mind, it is summer. Um, Even though it is cold outside, I don't care. That sunshine, right. man, after those dark, rainy, hunker down weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks, yeah. like, hell yeah. Especially, I feel like the beginning of January is sort of the hardest because you're like coming down off the holiday high and then you don't really have anything great to look forward to for a little while. So it's like the sunshine is like, oh, yes. Oh, thank you. And everybody's out. Everyone's out at parks in the neighborhood. And I just, oh, I don't take it for granted. Mm -mm. I don't take it for granted. Mm -mm. What's your rave? What? I already gave you my rave. Oh, yeah. Right. Chatterbox. Um, wow. Speaking so of forgetting it. things. <laughs> so that's it, guys. It's my first day on the job. Um, we love you. So much. So much. So grateful for you. I uh, would love to hear your 2022 uh, mm. intentions as well. Mm-hmm. So if you've got some dynamite ones or if you take some time thinking about it, 
I'd love to share some other people's intentions. That'd be a good, um, you can sip with us at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, leave us a little love in the reviews. It keeps the pod going. Tell a friend. Tap that five star button. Just- we also are going to be bringing two sips over here soon-ish. Yep. But we are going to be doing um, two sips over on Patreon, I think, next week. So really, truly, guys, come sign up on Patreon. And then if you hate it, just cancel. It's yeah. fine. You can binge all the old episodes. You can binge them. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can sip with us always. And we will see, see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We uh, same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes. Kaboats. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.